0: Welcome to Do You Want To Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week, we'll try out the opening 30 minutes of a game, then ask the question, Do you want to keep playing? I'm Ben. And I'm Jono.
1: And this week's game is... Hollow Hollow Knight. Hey, Mr.
0: Jono. Hey, buddy, how's it going?
1: It's so, alright, second time to charm, apparently.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty well, thanks. How, how are you, good buddy? What's going on with you?
0: I'm okay. I am busy at the moment, like, work-wise. Up to your neck
1: in the work, yeah. work titles, but, yeah, that's sure. Uh,
0: but, yeah, but in general, I'm pretty, pretty good, pretty good. The, the sun is shining.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's getting there, isn't it? Spring is coming properly, yeah. people are getting vaccinated... We're all yeah. being allowed outside. Have you braved going to the pubs or anything like that? Yet? I have. have done I that?
0: have. Um, so it was my birthday of the weekend, and hey. we had um, set two pubs, uh, but gardens, obviously. Booked, uh so we went and did our two-hour slot that you're allowed, um, and had
1: <laughs> two hours of fun.
0: Exactly. Had my two hours of allotted fun, um, and yeah. uh, had some friends over into our garden on on saturday Ooh. which was lovely
1: yeah good stuff man happy birthday as well you, and i'm sure I, I speak for everyone on the podcast <laughs> saying <laughs> happy birthday to you buddy thank uh you. did you get what what sort of things did you get anything exciting um, Brand I, new games
0: <laughs> i didn't get any games i got the lord of the rings um in 4k so i Ooh, should be yeah watching nice. that what all three of them all three of them. All three that's, of them.
1: That's a great present. That's a bel- belter of a present.
0: Exactly. That was from my lovely girlfriend. Um, mm-hmm. She got me that. She got me a, a, an awesome Mandalorian t-shirt, which um, I'm actually wearing now, but you can't see it because um, it's it's you know audio. Um, so no, not only can <laughs> the listener not see it, but Ben can't see it either. But but um, it is very nice. And, I hear it's great. Yeah, and I got it's uh, been the talk of the town. Yeah, exactly. And I got some um, other just bits and pieces, um, which is very nice. I got a nice sake uh, sort of set.
1: From, oh, was, big day. sake drinker, are we?
0: Um, I do like some sake, and there's um a, a new sake distillery that's opened in Peckham, which is just right, just <laughs> sort of uh, of course, there is, yeah, yeah. There is. yeah, which is just um, just a sort of five minutes away on the train from where I am. So we might go and visit there and get some get some nice sake. sake Do
1: you know what? I went to uh, <laughs> I went to Japan uh, many yes. years ago and um when when we got back i was in london for some reason i think we went to go see the woman in black perhaps at mm-hmm. the theater and on the way back to the train station you can walk through like chinatown bit yeah and so we went and picked up some chinese sake because nice. it's, it's japanese really essentially isn't it yeah um and uh because because we were like hey, oh yeah i've been to japan yeah, let's go and get just go to the Chinese quarter, that's that's just insulting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and and pick up some sake. And we got home and and tried drinking it and I was like, Oh, oh, this is horrible. This is not how I remember my holiday experience at all. <laughs> and so for the past like five years there's been a bottle of sake that's been following us around as we move from place to place. <laughs> that will never be direct drink- it's like the cursed bottle. Oh, nice. <laughs>
0: you yeah. can just say so, hey, try maybe it away. next time
1: you're over. Oh maybe. No, Nope. No. No, okay. that costs money. Can't okay. go throw money away. Not in these times, buddy.
0: <laughs> sure, fair enough. Um <laughs> Yeah, um, aside uh from those nice things, um yeah. what have I been up to? I what have you are you watching are you up with the Falcon and Wind Soldier? Have you been watching it?
1: I am. I am. It's the yeah. finale tomorrow as it well. Is, well yeah. we're, we're, bit behind the scenes. Uh I suppose by the time the listeners get this, it would have been the finale last yes. week.
0: Yeah, yeah. How have you been finding it?
1: I I love it, man. But I'm a I'm a real easy mark for this kind of stuff <laughs> sure. because it's just it's just Mike Marvel um doing some Marvel stuff mm. and and they show like a different costume and I'm like oh my god it's the best thing ever <laughs> so yeah I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm, I'm kind of enjoying all the um the the sort of nods to the undercurrent of racism in uh, in American <laughs> society that's all handled fairly deftly I guess yeah I I, I like that they're sort of expanding out the mcu a bit so you get to uh go to madripoor and yep. stuff like that which is historically where a bunch of mutants hang out as well i think so we might be sort of seeing that later on yes yeah yes. it's just cool to see a bit more of a kind of widened sort of thing and also to to stew a bit more with these characters who in the movies they kind of get about 10 minutes a piece don't they really because there's so mm. much stuff going on so spending a bit more time with some some characters is really cool um how about you man what what are you thinking about it how are you enjoying it
0: Yes, I am. I am enjoying it. I thought that you can tell that they had to stop production midway through because I think I think it's episode three was a bit like it felt a bit uneven and a bit what's happening now. But they kind of they recovered they recovered definitely with the last couple of episodes. I am the and I've I've re- really enjoyed um, the sort of rise of the sort of new Captain America and his arc has been super interesting. And, yeah. you know, it kind of doubles down on that on on that thing from the original Captain America, which is like, it's not the super serum, it's the man you give the super serum Absolutely, to. Absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. think that, that it, it kind of makes, it's really, really cool. Um, And, yeah, I think maybe we'll do a little, uh, maybe we can do a little spoiler special. Maybe on a spoiler it. special. Yeah
1: yeah I'd so that.
0: to go deeper into our thoughts but the other thing i've been watching which has been sort of playing on at the same time has been invincible have you been watching this <laughs>
1: it's on my list of things yeah. to talk to you about this week yeah. yeah 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 i uh i do you know what i started watching it when it first came out yeah and i saw about 10 minutes of the first episode and i went this is rubbish i'm just going to turn this off this isn't yeah. for me yeah and I, I think i now understand why i thought that but um but i was chatting to a buddy of mine and he said like uh yeah stick with it at least until the end of the first episode yeah. and then and then make up your mind. And it gets to the end of the first episode and I went, Yep, yeah, I'm in.
0: Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> this yep, is yep. fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. um that has kind of almost overshadowed Falcon Wind Soldier bit for me a bit, because I've been enjoying right. it so much. And don't get me wrong, that's not shade on Falcon Wind Soldier, which I have been really enjoying, but Invincible yeah, yeah, yeah. is just it's you know, I will see what happens at the end of the year, but um and how it wraps up. But it might be up there with shows of the year. It's it's just I'm enjoying I, I think it so. greatly.
1: I think so. Are you are you familiar with the comic book series at all?
0: Um I'd read uh, the first few issues, because my, my friend Nick um is a massive fan, I think he's read all of it, because it's actually finished right. now, and uh, I he he was always like, it's amazing, like it's one of the best, better sort of run, like adult comics that's running, um, and yeah. I read the first few issues and I was like, yeah, I kind of, like, I like this, but much like the first episode, I think it gets to a, there's a point in the comics where it turns, and... I think that's what I needed to get to before I made up my mind about it. So I might go back and give it another go. Because not only has he done a lot of it, but he's also finished it. So there's an end. It's not like... Oh, you
1: know, right. Okay, yeah. there's a... Phenoc- oh, I see. Yeah, but there, apparently there are 25 um, collections. Yeah. He, a, a collection being, of course, like a whole bunch of issues. So...
0: <laughs> yeah, Kirkman's... did going take a while. He finished... I think he finished that and Walking Dead around the same time. He just kind of went, right, these are my two long-running things. I'm actually going to... Uh- finish them at, around the same time. And then he
1: just went, clap, clap, I'm done. Yeah, well... <laughs> i
0: done, everybody. I, I, I didn't know this, but he didn't tell anyone he was finishing Walking Dead. He just finished it. <laughs> like, no one oh. knew. <laughs> I, th- I, I heard an interview with him recently, and um, he said he deliberately wanted... To, he kind of gave the comic shop... Owners and stuff, a heads up like you might want to get a few more copies in of like this of the right, next few issues. Is end, yeah. But uh, but no one knew that it was the end. He just decided I wanted to end it and I wanted to do you know I wanted to give, be a surprise to everyone. You know I wanted to actually so because yeah, if yeah. you announce. He was like, "If you announce a year in advance, I'm ending this next year. There's so many expectations and fan theories, and exactly, you know, and people yeah. get ultimately get a bit disappointed with. Well, it didn't. It wasn't why thought it was going to be for the last year. They, they get
1: one division finale syndrome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. WFS.
0: Um, and so he was just like, <laughs> "If I just end it." Then, you know, there's none of that. And it's like a nice surprise in this day and age for comic fans. And I I thought it was really cool.
1: Have you been keeping up with the Walking Dead TV series? I know we're going off on a bit of a tangent. Uh,
0: No, I haven't seen an episode since the end of series one where I was like, yeah, not for me.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Because I I uh, kept up with it until at least I think series seven or something when, when Negan sort of shows up. Okay, yeah. Um, and does his stuff. And then they, they have a whole couple of seasons battling him. I got to the end of that little arc. Mm. And uh, then I haven't picked it up again for some reason. I'm not sure why.
0: Yeah, I just, I watched that first series and it was only six episodes. And there was like an whole episode of just nothing happening and wheel spinning. And I was just like, in a six episode series, really? Okay, fair enough. Um, and then, yeah. <laughs> then there was like... The end, there's someone, they were like trapped somewhere and someone just went, Oh, I've got this hand grenade that I found somewhere in my bag, like a Deus Ex (laughs) hand grenade. And I was like, Do you know what? No, no, I'm done. I'm done. That, that, like, if you're going to be that poorly written over six episodes, I'm not watching um i'm not watching yeah. it and then everyone was like the next series everyone was like oh it's really slow and nothing really happens and i'm like well i'm just not gonna do it then
1: Yeah, it's it, to be honest it doesn't really pick up until about season three and that's when yeah. uh frank darabont went off really yeah i think he he sort of did most of season two and then sort of disappeared off that's what yeah, heard, it's, yeah it is it's such a different show after that point it turns much more into the kind of murder of the week sort mm. of thing like who's going to survive the walking dead type stuff it's got some really good high points and when it's good, mm. it's really good. And when it's bad, it's mostly just people just standing around chatting about the end of the world. And it's quite boring, Yeah, which is a lot of the screen time, I guess. But, uh but Hey, it's, it, I think that's wrapping up as well quite soon. Mm. Um, maybe they're into the last, last season finale, but of course there are a billion spin off series yeah. as well that are running. So I don't think we've seen the end of the walking dead for quite some time. <laughs>
0: no, no, quite. Uh. Um, Anyway, but but mm, yes. let's
1: let's get into the meat and gravy of this because yeah. I feel like we we could talk for hours about Invincible and, and, mm. and Falcon and Winter Soldier. Maybe we should do an Invincible spoiler special. I as wouldn't well, mind I'll that think.
0: actually because it's yeah it's what it's out of nowhere. I'll, I'll keep playing pods. Let us know what you think about um, at Wind Winter, Winter Soldier Falcon oh. Winter Soldier and Invincible.
1: I'll get I'll get Bobby Kirkman to come in as a uh, as a bit of a surprise guest. He's a big fan of the show. Hi, is. Bobby. <laughs> What's what up? up? What up B, B? unit. What up B? Love what you did with your your comics.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> anyway, uh what are we talking about this week, buddy?
0: Ah, uh, thank you for asking. This week Ooh. we are talking about 2017 te- 2017 Team Cherry Classic <laughs> yeah. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Say Ben. Yeah. What do I- you know about knights and specifically nights? Who have nothing within them? They are, in fact, hollow. <laughs> so, okay,
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, when this came out, I it's... kind of missed it. Really, um, mm-hmm. you might say I was, I was hollow. And, or whatever <laughs> and, um, I miss this and I kind of got this one a bit mixed up with Shovel Knight I ah. and I sort of lumped them together I've never I've not played either of them really although later on it turns out that I have actually played five minutes of this because when I booted the game up it said do you want to carry on your your save game and I looked into <laughs> the, it was like a five minute save game it must have been a return from the pub at some point sure. a bit tipsy yeah, and have a go at this game for five minutes yeah, and then forget about it
0: not to, be some, um, not, not to get into spoilers but this is not a game to play drunk absolutely no no no, no, no. Uh,
1: hey hey don't don't drink in game kids no. <laughs> <laughs> actually hey kids don't drink
0: yeah
1: <laughs> um, so yeah so I, i'd not really played this not really sort of seen that much but i'd heard it was really good and, yeah. um, and when I work, I listen to game soundtracks because that just sort of helps my concentration. No, no lyrics and things generally. Yeah. Makes it easier to do it. It's a nice thing to have on the background. So I've listened to this game soundtrack because the soundtrack is amazing. Yes. For this, uh, it's absolutely lovely. So sort of going through this game a bit later on when we talk about it, I, I just had all these sort of, oh yeah, I know this song. Oh yeah, I know this track. Yep. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> um, lovely that's uh, i'm really familiar with that but uh but other than that not much how about you man what's your experience with this one
0: so i think i mentioned this at the end of last week's episode but i uh i've actually pl- played this a huge chunk of this before oh, and actually yeah. when i when i booted up my switch um it gave me a i played this for 12 and a half hours as i've clocked on wow. This game. Uh, wow at which point i kind of tapped out a bit um so yeah, I've played a lot of it, but not for a while. I, I sort of I got obviously got to a point and I was kinda of done with it. Yeah. And Assassin's I mean, it was,
1: Creed syndrome.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um but I Are you still
1: playing the the Viking one? Was, oh
0: god, yeah. It's it's never ending. Oh okay. No one okay. ever wins yeah, the exactly. war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Who wins Assassin's Creed? Only Ubisoft.
0: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so I obviously sort of tapped out of this a bit, but um, we'll get into this a bit later. But the, my sort of, I think if I would played, yeah, we'll talk about this later because uh, all, right. yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, so I've clocked a, while, a lot of this, but I, and I got this about a couple of years ago, so um, it's been a while since. So this was this was a bit of very much. Oh, I didn't just go, you know jump straight back in and be like yep I, I remember everything i was like almost kind of rediscovering it again for the first time
1: it's nice when that happens mm. isn't it when you haven't yeah. played a game for a while or, or like your memory is a bit foggy of it yeah and you can sort of jump back in and have to relearn things especially when it's um something really cool yes okay man well i'll tell you what uh hey let's not let's not talk around it nice. let's just go straight into uh educating jollo The spooky music of <laughs> Hollow Knight. There. Oh, sorry, I got in the wrong section. Oh. I thought that was the actual OST there.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: there you go. <laughs> um, hey, Mr. Jono. Hey. The first of these facts might actually blow blow your mind. Oh, okay, completely. Yeah. Because when I found this out, I've not been able to stop thinking about it, and it's sort of made me a fifty percent mixture of jealous and a fifty percent mixture of utterly inspired.
0: Well, go go, hit me up. Are you ready? Yeah
1: ready it's quite a short one here we go this game Jono was made by three people what (laughs) what what yeah team cherry consists of three people wow uh over 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 two and a half years it was uh I believe I'm I'm not entirely sure if they they got any freelancers at any point or anything like that but from everything I could read and everything I I looked up it just looks like it was the three of them made this game
0: Wow! Amazing. two and a half
1: years it's it's utterly bonkers i mean as someone who makes games in a small team yeah um just looking at something like this i was there going it's a it's a mid-core project it's like 20 odd people or something like that for a good couple of years but no just three people three people
0: wow that's amazing it's amazing well done those people
1: uh, entirely yeah the uh (laughs) number two johnny and this is gonna this is also mind-blowing all of the art assets in this game were either created in Photoshop or hand drawn and then scanned into Photoshop. So even though it's it is a three D um game, mm. they they used Unity as their dev engine. Yeah. Um it's all using two D artwork. So you can sort ah, of see that in the yeah, background. Yeah, but but one of the one of the guys, one of these three people, would draw stuff and then just scan it into the computer and use that.
0: Like it it oh. just
1: Blows my mind, man. That's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: that actually that you know what it feels hand-drawn in it does in, yeah and that so and that's why because it was <laughs> so amazing
1: yeah I I, I was I boot, I booted this up uh to play it and my wife was sort of sat next to me like um reading some stuff on her phone and things and um and as it booted up I was just like oh my god this looks like an actual cartoon she went mm. yeah is that the sort of intro cinematic thing I was like no no this is the, this is the game <laughs> like, and it just looks like a hand-drawn cartoon because mm, it yeah. is yeah <laughs> um Hey, Jono, number three. And I don't know how much you know about the history of this game, but the very first iteration of this franchise, <laughs> franchise, uh, <laughs> was called Hungry Night. And mm-hmm. it was a game jam idea featuring a top-down perspective. For those of you who don't know, a game jam is something that, you know, you have a small amount of time, like maybe a weekend or something like that, and a small team to put together a game. And then, you know, there's winners at the end of it and stuff like that. It's just like, it's just fun ways of exploring ideas, basically. Yeah. And this, this game jam, it had the knight character, except he was above ground. And the, the hook was that he had to eat every 10 seconds to stay alive. Henceforth, he was called the Hungry Knight. And it's funny, if you look up stuff, I'll, I'll post up some pictures on our Twitter. If you look up Hungry Night, the game, mm. the, the character is is the same as the one from this. So, oh, wow. so clearly the artist had an idea for a character and was like, yeah, let's, let's pop that in. That's awesome. And yeah, and anyway, and then they went uh, side on and underground for their next iteration, which of course became Hollow Knight. But um, but yeah, the genesis of the idea was there.
0: Wow, it's amazing.
1: Here endeth the lesson, my friend. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> I feel like I'm in uh, a tavern back in yeah. Skyrim again.
0: I'm trying to make it um, you know, this week's very sparse and <laughs> lonely. I like it. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very fitting, buddy. Thanks. If only you if only you had a piano there. <laughs> um I do there's a there's a there's a keyboard, a kitty keyboard. It's shaped like a cat. It's Ooh. a long story. Um but I I'm not very good at the <laughs> keyboard, so
1: okay yeah um well hey buddy uh now we have actually done all our bonafide days shall we jump into this
0: one let's dive in
1: melodic music from hollow Knight there um say mr Jono, what are you playing this one on
0: i am playing it as on the aforementioned switch what about ah,
1: you i'm i'm playing it on the xbox because on the series x this is uh, okay. I, I was lucky enough to get one because it's on game pass this game so oh, okay. hey if any game pass subscribers are out there hook it, you know hit it up it's free Essentially, yeah, <laughs> once you've done your <laughs> subscription, yeah. So, um, so okay, so you boot up the game, and what do mm-hmm. you see, buddy?
0: Uh, you see the Team Cherry logo, mm hmm, and then you get a lovely, um, menu screen which is uh the Ooh. hollow knight logo which is kind of i don't know how to describe kind of gothic i guess with lots of swirls and stuff it's got it
1: got hints of tim burton hasn't it yes
0: yes yes yeah, um, nightmare tim- for christmas styling that's very of thing. very much so and then there's i um, mean yeah. you know, start game options um you know extras quick game it's just your, your standard kind of stuff, yeah. your standard menu
1: do you know what just before we go we go into this any further yeah all of this stuff fits together so well yeah when, when I, I just looked at that, I've got a note here. It says such an awesome title screen. Mm. And it is. It's it's so simple. It's yes. this kind of simple white font on this dark background. And the music's playing in the background. And, and it just it just imbues everything about the game straight mm. away. Yeah, definitely. It's so, so clever. It's so to the point. Yeah. Already, great impression. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just go into the, into the new game sort of yeah. bit. Choose a save game p- profile.
0: Uh-huh. Standard. <laughs> Five minutes
1: or 12 hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: exactly. Um, and then you get a, uh, a sort of little uh, thing pops up on your screen, with, like a quote slowly unfolds, which... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, it says... In wilds beyond they speak your name with reverence and regret. For no, well, no for none could tame our savage souls, yet you challenge met. Under palest watch you taught, we changed. Base instincts were redeemed. A world you gave to bug and best as beast and they never dreamed. <laughs>
1: well, the uh, award-winning <laughs> vocal <laughs> yeah. tones there of Jono. <laughs> there are, You, I'm you for, might been, pretty sure you won an award at school, didn't you, for <laughs> reading poetry?
0: I did not. Um... <laughs> I also am available for um reading book on <laughs> on tape if that's a- what you want.
1: Audible do listen yeah. actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. From Elegy for Hallow Nest by Mormon the Teacher. Monomon the teacher, should I say. Um it w- I'd be better at um these things if I could read properly, as it turns out.
1: Well, uh, it's also um you're probably reading off a the screenshot there, aren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah, I am, yeah.
1: And and it's a compressed JPEG. So hey, all those <laughs> artifacts make it real
0: hard to read. That's it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i i i like stuff like this when yeah. uh okay so so quotes at the beginning of games they're fine they're a bit overused and things, but when it's something um from an elder within the game world, yes yes and yes. they've written a little poem uh like a eulogy sort of thing that's great uh yeah i'm I'm a big fan already mm. God, i'm gonna say that an awful lot i feel like so so maybe. Hey, maybe tone down the praise, Ben. <laughs> um,
0: so then you get like a, it's, it's, it's kind of a weird cut scene of um, something. It's like kind of chained up, but there's like yeah. glowing sort of orbs going through it.
1: What is that?
0: Exactly. So it's a bit mysterious. And then you yeah. get um, what I think is an absolutely stunning just sort of piece of setup, which is...
1: Tone, tone down that praise, Jono. Yeah, tone exactly. it down.
0: Well, it, it, it kind of embodies this whole game which is just this this sort of bit of animation of um your character just walking down a desolate empty road in the dark yeah with some yeah. sort of str- just some street lamps lighting your path and then you walk up to the edge of a of a cliff and in the distance there's just the lights of an unknown town and that's it yeah and that's it that's that's your setup and then you're essentially just dropped into the game
1: yeah, and it's it's once again it's all beautiful. It's very stylistic. It's in that little sort of cartoon sort of format, mm-hmm. and I particularly like the dropping off of the cliff because he jumps off the cliff in the cutscene. Yeah, and then as the game starts, he just drops in from the top of the screen. You're like, yeah. well, I I know where he's come from. I know I where mean, he's going. I don't know where he's come from. <laughs> yeah. So and and that, that's kind of when the game just starts. Yes. And and it gives you very very limited controls type stuff mm-hmm. at the beginning. So this isn't this isn't one of your sort of just throw you in at the deep end dark souls sort of experiences. there is a bit of um tutorial easing into it kind of yes, to start with. A right? little a little so, bit, yeah. A little bit. So on on that, actually I'm interested. On the um switch, hmm. did you use the stick or did you use the and the D-pad the to stick. do you moving around. Yeah, the stick, right? Okay, because you get both options, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I I use the stick as well on on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got A is is jump, and X is just use your sword. Yeah, hack, and that's it. Right, that's it for now.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, and it does this wonderful thing where um you start walking through. And you start having to hit open the doors to get all the block, you know, the block rock faces to get through. And as you're doing yeah. that, you're just walking along this sort of thing, and you, fight, I think there's a little monster that pops up and you fight him. The credits just subtly roll at the bottom of the screen. As as we discussed, um, it's only three people long, so it doesn't take very long.
1: It's not very long. It's not. Yeah. This, this isn't Half Life on the train. No. Yeah, I've I've got a note here actually that says, um, getting immediate Ori vibes. Mm. You no know, Ori in the blind forest and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but well, but, but without the animation because I feel like. Part of the sparkle of Ori and the Blind Forest is that, that, uh, Pixar-like quality to the animation and the yes. rendering and all that kind of stuff. And, and then the gameplay is, is really good as well, but I think that's the showstopper in that sort of title. And if you sort of look at, uh, screenshots, right, then you don't really get to see it in all its majesty because it is about the movement, it mm. is about all that lovely parallax in the background and things. Yeah. And with this one, um, it's a very, very different style. And my next note actually says team size, question <laughs> mark. <laughs> <laughs> As if to sort of denote that, that'll be an indicator of quality sort of thing. And uh yeah, it's, it, it just works though. It's, it's this, this, this lovely sort of, gosh, what was that film Um with the, it's like a stop motion animation from the people who did, is it Kuju, Kuju Kudo and the. Oh, Kudo and the, and, and the,
0: um and the, uh and the two strings. the two strings or something kujo and the yeah. two strings or something yeah i know something filming. like that yeah, yeah. their previous kubo. film they
1: did kubo
0: yeah kubo yeah kubo, i've got the yeah. art book somewhere gosh yeah. I
1: know this yeah um and and the previous film they did as well uh it, it sort of reminds me of those kind of lines you know because i think those that's also quite a sort of smallish kind of studio um
0: yeah that's that's that studio i mean do not go for the tangent that studio is kind of crazy um in the uh 'Cause it's stop motion animation studio and like none of their films really do spectacularly. But um the guy who runs it is the son of the of the chairman of Nike. Um so he's like an independently wealthy dude <laughs> who's just like happens wow. to be super into um stop motion animation and um got like joined them as an animator and now kind of it's essentially Nike funds that studio, so they don't really need to make any money, they just can make films without with impunity, which is kind of amazing. Awesome, yeah.
1: That is amazing, yeah. I, yeah, it's um, it, it's that whole thing of playing to your strength. Because I'm sure mm. it's not a huge studio like like no. Pixar or no, um, no, or you know, I'm not even sure how how big Studio Ghibli was. Um, but uh but yeah, it, it's sort of that that playing to your strengths is making the most beautiful thing you can possibly do within your limitations. Um, yes, and th- there's also the nice thing which happens in this is the incidental kind of damage on the environment as you're going through so you do a, a sort of a sword swing to knock down a door but yeah. you'll also kind of cut some little grass blades that are in the foreground kind of thing or in the background yes 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 and it, it helps give you sort of this oh, i hate this word i hate it so much but it's agency <laughs> <laughs> it gives you this agency in the world um where it makes you feel more like you're kind of uh in there mm. because you're interacting with stuff even if it even if it does nothing it's still kind of like a cool little trick to get you into it so yeah so so you're going along and and what happens buddy
0: so you kind of they i mean it's it's hard to say gently i mean pull you into the world but they do in this first section they gently pull you into what you're doing so there's a couple of enemies you fight um and then you kind of platform up a bit and you find the first of your metroidvania style upgrades so there's this giant orb you hit and um this gives you um a healing essentially so you've got like a soul meter and if you hold down a it focuses your your soul and you can you can heal one of your little blocks so i should sort of say you've got your um life at the top is these little sort of face masks and there's five of them. and so every time you get a hit you lose a mask um and if you hold down the a button it will then focus your soul which is like this sort of canister you've got next to them um and that will fill up the life mask the life masks um it won't fill them all up, but it will fill them up one at a time depending on how much you've got
1: yeah you you trade essentially trade a little bit of um the energy stuff for your life yeah. life force yeah um did so how do you how do you uh add to that energy flask is that by killing enemies Good I question. was never really too
0: sure yes um I think so I think you kill enemies, but also um there are various places you can charge it up later as well you can hit this right a hit, hit, okay. And, And sort of rivers you can stand in and stuff that will charge that up. Yeah.
1: The other, the other cool thing about it is, it's not just like an instant sort of health heal. Is it? It takes about two seconds. Yeah. um, yeah, Because you stand there and charge, and in that point you're vulnerable to anything around you because you 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 can use this in boss fights and in Mm. in battles and stuff, but you've got to pick your time and your positioning. Really carefully. It's very deliberate. Because it does take a little while. Yes. It's it's very, very cool. Let's, let's talk about those controls real quick. Yeah. Because I, I read something whilst I was looking up the team and things and they said that they wanted the player to always feel like it was their fault. If they did a mistake, it shouldn't be because the game was hard to control. It should be because the player was doing something wrong. Yes. And that's why when you do a jump, there's so much fine control in the air. Like you can, you can keep steering your character and, there's not too much like velocity behind it. Uh or oh, sorry, inertia I should say. Mm. And I didn't actually come across this in my playthrough, but apparently there's an air dash as well that you get at some point. Yeah, that's uh, later on can, in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And you can do that right up until, you know, you you hit an enemy or something like that. So it gives you even more kind of fine control. And you can just sort of see that in this all over this this game. The opening segments and stuff, they're they're just sort of uh teaching you That, um, that the power is literally in your hands, right? Mm, Yes. So you, um, it's it's all down to you. If, if, if you make a mistake, it's your mistake. It's not the game. The game is there choreographing and, and, and telling you what's going to happen. So like some spikes fall from platform, from, from the ceiling and things. And, and they do that classic Mario sort of thing of shaking a little bit first. Yeah. But there's never any kind of surprise there. It's always like the game says, here's a danger, go and avoid it type thing, or here's something, go and, go and pass this little test which I, i i was i was fully down with because games like this can get quite frustrating when when they're super tough whereas i never really felt like it was the game's fault it was always my fault if i was dying
0: yeah exactly this has got very much the dark souls thing about it where if you die it's your fault because you know they 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 you, you build your tool sets and you sort of know the enemy types you know how you're supposed to fight them and the fact that you have to do it perfectly with your limited resources the game tells you that up front. so yeah it's like look we know you know this you also know that if you don't, if you die you're going to be put back you also know you know that this this is how you're supposed to do it so it does make it doesn't it makes it doesn't make you feel unfair just you just like this is hard not unfair and i think that's a distinction like i think that's distinction that's hard to make with games because sometimes it does feel unfair and sometimes it feels just hard and um the games that do this well do it so it's like no 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 it's my fault i i i made that mistake and next time i know what to do and that makes replaying a lot more rewarding because you know that when you do beat it or you do get further it's because you've done well and not because you happen to glitch out the game and you happen to like get around something
1: <laughs> yeah you cheesed it through a section yeah exactly yeah so that the you get to Dirtmouth, which is like the first opening into the sort of big city type mm, thing yeah and it's sort of worth mentioning worth mentioning the uh, set up behind this the world behind it is that it's kind of bugs and insects and things and I, yeah. i'm assuming the hollow knight is they're all like tiny creatures yes uh, it's almost like a honey ash at the kids sort of situation yeah, yeah, but yeah. in a sort of slightly alternate world where bugs and creatures build cities and and mm. things um and it's never really explained and i well not yet anyway and i don't mind that to once again it's that dark souls mentality sort of thing of uh to throw you into a situation and. And it's up to you to try and discover this. Yeah, which which kind of folds neatly into how the map works <laughs> 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 and, and navigating around this this sort of yeah. thing. So it's, it's worth mentioning. This is a, a Castlevania, um, yeah. metro, me, Metroidvania sort of style game. Yeah. So so you're off going exploring into caverns and things. It doesn't really tell you where to go or what to do. So so once you got to Dirtmouth, where did you go?
0: So you get to Dirtmouth and you talk to... It's called The Fading Town, which I quite liked. Um, yeah. And yeah. it you, you sort of talk to a guy, the only seeming only resident of Dirtmouth, and he sort of says, I'm the only one left. Like Everyone else has kind of ventured beneath the earth and yeah. either died or gone insane. I don't really know what's <laughs> going on sort of thing. And all the shops are shut up, and it's 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 an abandoned town. So, but um, yeah. you talk to him, and then you then um. Well, firstly, you can sit on the bench and save your game. So that's uh, the thing you should do.
1: Handy. I did not realise that's what I was doing when I sat on that bench. I thought yeah. it was just like a fun little sit down. <laughs> Literally. <laughs>
0: um, and then you jump down the. The hole essentially into into the earth to down a well I think it is actually um, it's a well yeah that's yeah, right, yeah into the sort of like this sort of weird bug underground station sort of situation um, and you yeah. just start you start navigating your way around and like you don't at first you don't have a map really no nothing nothing have,
1: at all in fact you're still yeah, just jumping and hitting yeah and here
0: so. Um, I just kind of sort of started going around uh but within about a couple of minutes, I actually found the the map maker who is just a guy who sat like surrounded by scrolls and um, yes yeah you you talk to him and he says i'm I'm the cartographer, I'm down here kind of you know mapping out the underground here oh, um, I
1: love mapping it out, and yeah. my wife loves to see me when I go home exactly <laughs> you go and see her in the shop yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah you, and then he says, like, for 30 acorns, so you've got these, like, you when you kill an enemy, you get, like, acorns, I think they're acorns, they're um, little sort of things.
1: I, I, I wrote fleckles, but I don't, I, yeah. I think it's like little golden ore type things, or, yeah. or something, yeah, I'm not There's entirely something. sure, but yeah, anyway, it's the currency.
0: For, yeah, for 30 of those, um, I'll give you the map, and you go, here's 30 of those, thank you very much
1: do you know what the fun thing is so just before that you kind of you're doing like a downwards kind of section where you're fighting uh like a bunch of waspy type things Mm, and sort of just uh and it's all pretty simple but i decided just to ignore those and it was just going down and down and down so i wasn't sure why i should be killing things yeah and so by the time i got to him i only had about 10 of these um (laughs) right of war type things so i had to go back up again and I, But the thing is, I didn't mind because I was like, oh, well, I know that I get ore from killing things. And I know yeah. there's a bunch of enemies just up above me. So I went back up and, and killed a bunch and then came back down and got the map. And that felt that didn't feel frustrating. No. Which is quite amazing because it it's quite a frustrating sort of thing to do. You get to a, a point in a game and you're like, oh, it's a dead end. I need to backtrack and go and do something. And mm. I'm not I can't tell you exactly why it didn't feel frustrating i think maybe it's cuz it was so charming and and so pretty and and it was you know the the controls were great and i was sort of just enjoying being there
0: yes maybe yeah, yeah. um especially in these sort of early days you're like oh well you know that's on me i i, I ignored all those enemies so that's I, it that's isn't it? Why I yeah i don't have them yeah
1: it's my fault
0: <laughs> yeah right. yeah and and the, the good thing about that is that Even though you haven't done it, it's literally just the room above you. So you can go up and you can just fight a few enemies and get your things. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so, right, I think the map, in a way, sort of symbolizes the whole game in that you have a map, but it doesn't tell you where (laughs) you are on the map. There's not like a you are here. it's not. It you just have I to I think he says
1: that's the compass, right? Yeah. Which you can yeah. buy from his wife, perhaps.
0: Yeah, so as you go to so, yeah, so I should say like um the first time I died, um <laughs> the first time of many, I got sent back to Dirtmouth. And right, this yeah, time yeah. I still had my map, but also um the cartography shop was now open and inside there. Um, the cartographer's hey. wife was there, and she was like, "Oh yeah, here's some stuff to buy." And what there's a couple of things. There's one thing it was the quill, which means that when you ex- as you explore, you can fill out the map, which is useful. Oh, because, that's
1: handy. Okay, but
0: also the compass, so you know where you are in the map. So obviously, the more you explore and the more you get, the more you build. But they're not; they don't hold your hand with it. Yeah. Like the stuff that you should, you know, in any other game, you would just get as default. It's like a where-are-you-on-the-map thing. You know, a map. You'd
1: get a golden trail of breadcrumbs (laughs) to show you how to get to the next objective, yeah.
0: None of that here. None of those, you know, there's no Ubisoft waypoints, nothing. It's just, it's all you've got you've got to want it you've got you've got to want to to (laughs) pile through you know
1: yeah there's there's a whole sort it's it's really it's really clever man so yeah once again playing to your strengths and and clearly having a few sort of design pillars um yeah one of which is is the combat the combat needs to be awesome it needs to feel like it's always your fault if you're messing up and things but then also there's this whole idea of exploration and having to use your your old noggin just uh yeah. just to get from one cavern to the next and sort of piece together bits and pieces so on, on the map there is like a little picture of the cartographer on mm. it sort of like a little image of his face and you're like yeah. oh that's where that guy is so i know that's where i got my map from if i go down a few screens and across a bit then i'll yes. get to this bit and there's a sort of a boss type thing marked over here i think it's just a really nice way of, of sort of introducing this and adding in a layer of gameplay that isn't um isn't sort of control based it's more just sort of uh situational based which yeah. is which is awesome and yeah. it's
0: what it, what it does is it introduces this stuff when the map is only a couple of screens you know obviously later on you know you will obviously it's gonna be huge and you're gonna it? Yeah. yeah and you're gonna need that stuff but at this point you don't you could you it's it's just i think going from another game to this any other sort of game to this it can be a bit jarring because yep, as yep. i said it's stuff that you sh- in any other game you would just have like from the beginning but yeah you don't and also nothing's ever really explained that well it's a, you're given enough clues to get you there but you're, you're you're expected to fill the blanks in yourself you know it's a game that encourages you to keep up with it if that makes sense yeah
1: yeah there's it's also a game that uses cliches and tropes to its advantage mm um there's there's a classic sort of section i got to and it is sort of like uh, you come in in the bottom left of the screen and there's clearly a door at the top right yeah and as you go in the doors lock yes and and you need to kill two enemies uh which these sort of flying roundy bug type things that fire these little balls of light at you uh and and then the doors are going to open and you just know that right yeah and and the challenge is because it's the first time that i had to fight sort of enemies like this and it was a bit tricky but but it's clever that they use that trope because i knew exactly what i had to do at that point yeah so i'm in this unfamiliar world um with with unfamiliar characters doing all sorts of weird and wonderful things and yet it just gets to a certain room and i know exactly what i need to do because of my prior game experience i i wonder if someone else playing the game without that kind of level of um of knowledge of, of previous titles and things would just get to that sort of section and go like, I wonder what I need to do here. Mm. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure. But, it, but it's, yeah, it's, it it just worked really well. And, and, and when in other games, like a Robocop or something like that, you come across a cliche and you're like, ah, oh, yeah, it's one of those sort of things. But in this, for some reason, once again, it just kind of works and it's really nice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, th- I mean, it's little things, like, every time you get put back, like, you go back to that bench in Dirt Town, Yeah, you're like, oh my god, oh, so far away. But actually, you're never as far away as you think you are, and because yeah, you know exactly yeah. where you're going, you get there really quickly, because you're like, oh, actually, I know how to do this room now, or I know what to do. Um, And there's loads of, like, so there's not obvious mechanics, like, whenever you die, you lose all of your um acorns, or... Uh, or, or whatever you call it. Are are? Yeah, um sure. but on your map there's a, there's just like a little pair of eyes marks where you died. And if you go back to oh. where you die and if you go back to where you die, if you defeat the room, your soul goes back into you and you get all your um acorns back.
1: Oh that's clever. Okay. Yeah.
0: So you're so even though it's frustrating that you lose all your money, actually it's not that it's gone go forever. It. Yeah you can go out together, but you have to be better. You have to improve yeah. to get it back. And so the game is always gently encouraging you to to try again to be better, to to give it one last shot. And <laughs> that is the difference between hard and unfair, I think.
1: Yeah. So um so how how far through? Where did where did your playthrough sort so of end then?
0: I did a lot of exploring and I there's a couple of bits where you go into rooms and you're like that is an obvious dead end. Like there's an enemy type you've never seen before that just instantly kills you because you're like, because it's a Metroidvania, it's, you know, it's, you will get more powerful and more skills and you will take those things out there's a there's a bit you know you get to an edge of a room where you can't there's no way of getting around it you're like oh i need like the wall jump or the air dash or whatever they're gonna give you you know yeah so i did a bit of that and then that room that you mentioned just now where you the doors lock so i did that and then just through there there's a new bench new safe space so which is great because you're like oh a new a new safe bench that means i won't always go back to (laughs) Dirtmouth, which is great yeah um so I got to there, and that was the end of my half hour. How about you?
1: Yeah, mine pretty much the same actually. Uh, I, I I sort of saw on that second bench bit. There's like a map. Uh, yeah. There's there's a, there's a boss on the map yeah. somewhere around there. So I'm imagining that's the first sort of boss encounter, proper one.
0: Yeah.
1: But I, I I was just sort of bimbling around. I found some like secret walls. So mm-hmm. I I figured out with the sound design. Once again, playing to your strengths. If you've got a small dev team, <laughs> um, the, the way to find the secret wall bits and pieces is if you hit a normal wall, it kind of sounds like rock. Whereas if you hit a wall that can be broken, it sounds different. Yeah. Um, and, and there are normally little things placed in front of it as well to encourage you to. So, so, you know, you hit the little thing, like there's these little stacks of the ore type stuff that you can hit and break and ore comes out mm. or acorns or whatever they are. And um, and then as a result of you swinging your sword, you sort of hit the wall behind and you hear the different sound. And you're like, oh, maybe I'll just give that a tap. And a couple of blows later, you can go through and yes. it's like a secret passageway. So, yeah, I, I similar, similar to you, though, man, um, I think I found a sort of a big watery kind of temple sort of area, which was a clear dead end. Yeah. And it it was it was meant for something, but I don't know what yet. And, you know, I'm, I'm pretty fascinated to go back in and see what that was. Uh-huh. <laughs> um. Well I, I guess that's probably the end of our, our thirty yeah. minutes. Yeah. Uh so Hollow Knight and I think I know the answer <laughs> to this one, Johnny.
0: Yeah. But
1: Hollow Knight, did you want to keep playing?
0: Uh if Tim Burton did Metro Viner, this would be it. <laughs> <laughs> A gloomy, lonely experience that feels almost deliberately obtuse. You're dropped in the deep end on this gorgeous world with no idea what's going on or what you're doing. You just have to slowly piece it together yourself. It's incredibly unforgiving, but each run you learn more and you're never as far back as you think. If you stick with it, it's a very, very rewarding experience, just not a casual one. So yes, I will definitely keep playing. Yeah, I, 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 I yeah, I was the only, th- my only, I gave it nine out of 10, which is a, a okay. high score. It's um, very high score. Yes. Um, but I think the only caveats with this game is that, um, you know, it's it's not casual. It's You've got to want it. You've got to want to go back in. And I think I've played a lot of, um, you know, I've said on this podcast before, I've never really been a Dark Souls, that sort of, you know, games that are super deliberately hard. But yeah, um, sure. in the last couple of years, I mean, uh, I did um, the Jedi Fallen Order, which is kind of a Dark Souls light. And I really got into mm-hmm. that. And then um, with um, like uh, Hades and Dead Cells, very much the same thing where it's like, you know, you just got to keep on grinding and keep on getting better and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. that has kind of almost turned me around to this sort of game. So I think I played this a couple of years ago and I'd obviously got so far and it just gotten too hard and I tapped out. But now I've played that sort of stuff, I think maybe I might dive back in for round two. Um, how about you? Well,
1: I, th- I think the, ge- the, uh, the the genius of like the Hades and the, you know, dead uh, cells and stuff like that is, is unlike... Um our childhood games the hard ones on the nes and things like that is that they do get easier with every kind of run yeah so um so you know you, you earn extra you know gold or life force or tools to to tool up with and things like that and um and they they do sort of get a bit easier which kind of makes that genre way more accessible for people like me and you <laughs> Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just not up for banging my head against a wall over and over and over again until I finally sort of get through it. No, no. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I took a pre- prepared little something that Go goes me. like this. It's amazing, Jono. <laughs> <laughs> More than that, this is an astounding achievement of creative and artistic beauty that you rarely see. It's a game where everything fits all aspects of it link and meld together so neatly that you forget where the seams should be and you just get lost in the experience. A team size shouldn't matter when held up against the quality of the game, but three people, Jono. <laughs> As a pre- professional, I'm I'm in awe and, and slightly jealous. <laughs> um, the pacing is perfect. Controls are so fine. The music is haunting and that art style is just out of this world. The talent on display here is, is just staggering, and I completely love this game. I can't wait to get back to Dirtmouth. So, yes, I will keep playing. Mm. And I gave this game a 9.5 Ooh. out of 10. So nearly, nearly a perfect one. And I I think... The reason it's not a 10 is, 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 as, as, as wonderful as it all is. Um, I think there's going to be something in the future that, that slightly niggles me with the difficulty or something yes. like that. You know, yeah. there was, there was a certain bit I got to where there was a kind of, um, I just died without, without any kind of warning. It was, it was yeah. a, a lack of choreography, uh, a lack of, um, signposting on the game's fault that, that I did, I got killed by this big boss. So anyway, so, so that's like half a point off. Sure. Petty. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so what does that give? What so score does this does it's this it's get? It's yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that is an eighteen point five by my calculations.
1: Eighteen point five, blimey! That yeah. does put it at yeah. 0.5 above Contra Three.
0: Ooh! Um, so that's the top of the
1: leaderboard. Hollow Knight.
0: Hollow Knight beats Contra to a bloody pulp.
1: So that's the headlines. welcome welcome to the top team cherry
0: yeah well done well done all (laughs) so that's it for another week
1: certainly is buddy
0: <laughs> join us again next time <laughs> we'll put another classic game through its paces in the meantime if you have any game suggestions for future episodes or if you just want to get in touch you can contact us across all social media on at keep playing pod yeah. we are available wherever you get your podcasts so hit them subscribe buttons as it really google. helps us get noticed
1: <laughs> google podcast Jono if yes. you ever heard of such a thing google podcast they have a they have a google podcast now hey, google, google podcast google send us podcast. free stuff
0: please and yes if you could give us a rating a review that would be fantastic
1: yeah and 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 uh oh um what do you want to do first let's do let's do next week's next next time next time on the keep Playing podcast we got a suggestion from a podcast that i've not heard about before but i'm definitely now a big fan yeah it's called the caged in podcast Excellent. And the the premise of their uh, their podcast is that they are going through all of the Nicolas Cage films.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think and, they might have started following me on Twitter actually. Um so thanks ah, thanks Cajun folk.
1: What's up, Cajun folk? So they yeah. sent in an awesome suggestion, which is The Godfather. Now I don't know if you remember, a little while ago there was uh, like The Godfather and Scarface and yeah. sort of a bit of a movie uh, you know, um re- Re up or something. Sure. Uh, so if your game, we could do that, buddy, because, because previously I did have Black Widow written in my diary, but of course that's been changed.
0: Yeah. Thanks yeah. a lot.
1: Pandemic. Well,
0: <laughs> let's do Godfather and thanks to the Caged In podcast for a reach now. Um, and I will listen back to your podcast, I promise. <laughs> it sounds, it <laughs> sounds, even, yeah, it sounds right up my street.
1: It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I thought that's, that sounds perfect for Jono. am I might actually go and re-watch the godfather because i've not seen that since i was a teenage boy oh i think it's, it's meant to be quite good isn't
0: it uh well obviously in the west Apparently. country when you're a teenager the godfather had just come to cinemas <laughs> <laughs> hot off the press yo <laughs>
1: <laughs> read all come, about it <laughs> come see come see in your local picture house <laughs> um and hey johnny yeah hey hey good buddy if you're gonna do a nice thing this oh, week yeah. Yep. When you go to get your fancy London coffees that you do.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that cost 20 quid for a small cup of espresso. Yeah. Um, just, uh, hey, does, if you're paying with cash, you're, you're, you weirdo, then just pop a little bit of, uh, pop a little bit of that cash into the tip jar for those people. Cause, cause they're having it tough. Those, yeah. those shop workers and they're, they're in the for- forefront of, of all this kind of covid type stuff. So, hey, sure show them your, show, show, show your nice and, and just give them a little tip.
0: Okay, cool. What what about if you're gonna do two nice things this week? <laughs> if, you're
1: t- if you're gonna do two nice things, buddy. God, my voice yep. is really going. Um yeah. then uh then hey, tell a pal. Tell a friend. Tell a friend about this tell GD podcast that you GD listen to on your GD birthday every G D <laughs> year. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> Please listen more than just once a year.
1: mm, Yes. Yeah, please do that. And, um, yeah, yeah, and tell a power and, and tell two powers, tell three. Hey, go crazy. And, uh, yeah, that's it.
0: Yeah. Until next (laughs) time, dear listener, keep playing.
1: Keep playing.